Comedians of Wrestling Podcast, the podcast where comedians dissect wrestling to an unhealthy degree. I'm your host, the host with the most viral stand-up about professional wrestling, Dan Black, a.k.a. Donsky Patreon 100 Blackamora, a.k.a. Donny Capri from that time I went to Italy with 100 patrons. A.K.A. Don Strowman, the Patreon 100 Don, A.K.A. the Modern Day Goof <sighs> Coming at you like Scott Bakula, baby, baby Let's take a quantum leap, come on Sam Gobble, gobble, wee, gobble, gobble, wee, <laughs> Thanksgiving, baby, because you know, this girl, you know her, and she's mine, and <laughs> Damn! Damn! Holy motherfucking shit! She's fine! <laughs> what up, Jabroniacs? We are back in action with a hundred motherfucking patrons! Woo! For your satisfaction with all of our spicy, spicy wrestling reactions. Yo, everyone, if you don't know, we hit the milestone. We were doing our push to 100 patrons, and man, we hit it faster than I expected, and we yeah. hit it in a fucking big way. It's time to celebrate, baby. Slap on those glasses. Everybody, get up out of your chairs at the Huggy Shop. Take a break. Take your 15 now. Let's just get into it, baby. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Baby, all right, it got spicy in here. I, um, hey, let's get let's 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 go. I mean, we got so much to say here, so much to say. Uh, <laughs> to my front, nasty Newman in studio. Uh, how bad? Yeah, baby, you want to do a two cool dance also? Uh, yeah, hit it. Oh, Newman, he just got out of his chair. You're not seeing this. He's got the This is unbelievable. Oh my, he's doing the work. Cut it out. Right, Cut so it out. So We're so trying so to do sorry. a show here. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. It's unbelievable. Too, way too much energy for this. This is ridiculous. All right. Anyway, uh, it's, a good all right. Song. it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> We're recording a little early because my mother in law. Daniel! She's coming in and we got to get the show going. Uh, uh, but okay. Listen, guys, we hit 100 patrons and I want to say honestly, uh, I went, went directly live to the page. Just so you know, uh, I want to thank you, and the timing couldn't be better. Thanksgiving is here, and uh, I'm extremely grateful for everyone and all their support. And I asked you a couple weeks back, I asked you, do you want to invest in cow? Do you want more cow? Do you want to take this 4D experience? 
you know the Cal 4D, the Cal Patreon, the Cal Facebook page. Join Comedians of Wrestling Podcast Facebook page. We talk about wrestling at four in the morning. Under his eye, blessed be the fruit. You join that, and you join this awesome community, and you guys said, yeah, Dan, keep fucking going. And that's what we're going to do. Got the Cal title in tow, and the champ is here, baby. I think think yeah. we should point out that you you are the champ, yeah, and not Iffy Nwadaway. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, so, so, you know, we shouldn't even mention this guy on the podcast this weekend. Tournament notes, he thinks he's the champion. He's coming at me on the Facebook page, but if he, if he, you know, he says he wants to come in here, maybe yeah. he'll show up in the next couple of weeks and we'll hash it out. But uh, you know what? That audience was stacked. I don't even want to talk about that show. I just want to say, I'll, uh, 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 show me the contract. Show me the contract. Absolutely, show me the contract. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, get a co- couple more admin things out of the way. Patreon, we hit 100. Remember, if you're a patron, now we got more patrons. The cow exclusive hoodie for patrons is available right now, and it is a logo of the cow title. Check out uh, check out the video that we put out last week of us spray painting the replica title, creating the cow title, the cow championship. Uh, get the check out the hoodies. Um, you can just message me. Uh, I, I like to reach out to you guys directly. Uh, so you can just hit me up on Facebook or through the Patreon, pick up uh, a, a hoodie. So look, I'm saying these, these are, we're selling a bunch of them. It's fucking awesome. People really dig, uh, um, are really digging the logo and, uh, and the graphic. But uh, listen, I'm saying you got to be a patron. It's patron exclusive, but th- listen, you could sign up for Patreon. What I'm asking for is essentially try, have a one month trial. Right? Just go on there, sign up for one month, it's a couple bucks, and that'll get you access to the hoodie if you want the hoodie. And then if you want, you can cancel, but I'm positive that when you see the bonus hot, hot fire bonus content mm-hmm. that we're giving you, uh, you're gonna be like, yo, this is worth this is worth it. Okay? Right now we have Patreon, we got a full uh catalog at this point, nice archive of movie dissections of movies with professional wrestlers in it. Last week we had the Marine Six with Ryan Stanger from the Action Boys podcast. And this week we're dissecting twelve rounds two starring Randy Orton, our first Randy Orton movie. Uh you wanna get a little preview? Anosh, what did you think? Uh, he didn't like it. He didn't like it. But uh, we'll have fun talking about it. Cool. So uh, that's but that's what I'm saying. So just try out the Patreon for a couple bucks, and you could st- and you could buy the hoodie from me. Uh, uh, those will be. It. Now remember, if you order the hoodie, by the way, this week, I can guarantee your size until the end of this week. After that, it's going to be what sizes I have. So if you want to make sure you get your size, this is a problem with the T-shirts. Uh, I would just do it sooner rather than later. These are going to be fire. You're not going to regret buying this hoodie, okay? If you have deep, 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 deep regrets about buying this hoodie, I'll buy it back from you. <laughs> Whatever. Okay? If you, if you're, we'll, if, we'll take it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we get a softness rating on those? What? On the hoodies? This, the hoodies are soft. I, mm. you, you guys know the, the, the hoodies are soft. They're good quality. Uh, do, uh, good quality is the t-shirts. All right. Enough about that. But I will talk about other merch. Remember, right now there's a big sale on ProWrestlingTees.com. So uh, there's some dope, obviously, a bunch of you are shopping on there. So I remind people, uh, we have a Comedians of Wrestling page on there yeah. with shirts. We got a couple shirts on there. People didn't know about it because I, I always forget the plug that we have a Pro Wrestling T-shop. But if you want the cow, I mean, the hottest item on there, the cow LaCroix print t-shirt, the official CLW, uh, uh, obviously, what flavor? Lime. Lime. Hold on one second. Let's crack into the one percent. What path? 
Oof. Oh, nice. Oh, interesting. What is that? Yeah. yeah. Or get. But you get cow shirts on ProNCTs.com. Check out the Comedians of Wrestling uh, uh, page on there. And our Patreon is Patreon.com slash Comedians of Wrestling. Thank you so much for supporting the show. Just know on Patreon, we hit 100. I promised you guys some merchandise that I'll be giving away. I didn't forget about that. Right now, I'm going to give away these two items. I'm going to do it on the Facebook oh, page, wow. but I'm going to give away this week. I'll be giving away a cow, uh, 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 the rock metals die cast, awesome. uh, 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 action figure, uh, that, yeah. uh, came in the slam crate and this exclusive architect uh, Rollins t-shirt. An XL. Yeah. How big yeah. is that shirt? XL. Yeah. It's an XL. Remember, you could trade merch. That's part of the 4D experience. Go on the cow yeah. page. People do the hashtag merch swap and go in there. So if it doesn't fit you, you uh you this, swap it out. And this then might I be this might be a stretch, but instead of like the silk highway, because we're cow, is it the milk highway? Yeah. Uh, I think it is. Where you can like do yeah. under you can do trades. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. This is the yeah, the milk highway. Everybody, you can go and hop on the milk highway. Uh, <laughs> take the four oh five to the milk highway and uh, and yeah, you get that. So I'm gonna give those away. Um or Silk uh, Road. Yeah. The, the Silk Road. Pesh the Milk Road. Pesh War Games Market. <laughs> so uh <laughs> cool. Anyway, I don't know what to, all right. I, I'll, I'll, one thing I want to say is we got a fun, I got a fun, it, uh, all right, here's what I'm going to say. Patreon right now. I'm going to be, there's the last thing I'll say about the Patreon, I promise. We're, I'm going to be revamping the tiers. People have been asking for different tiers. That was part of the push to 100, if you remember. A lot of this happened in, in the past week. I was expecting us to go a little slower. You yeah. guys went faster than I anticipated, so I got a lot to cover. So thank you so much for that. But yeah, I'm going to be revamping the Patreon, the look of it, the tiers of it, uh, and it's going, and uh, 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 there's going to be more coming because I think you want it. You guys have told me that you want it. Like I say, the Patreon is the life force, right? If you want, yeah. if you dig it, we are a grassroots podcast. We have way less uh, resources than than other podcasts. And so thank you so much for uh, loving the show and uh, supporting it. Great. Um, God. You, uh, okay. So anyway, <laughs> good. I got one secret cow project in the works and uh I'll, I'll give some more details as we go on but you'll see why you guys will see why i push this patreon so hard when yeah. you see what corporate bullshit i'm about to put up with but <laughs> <laughs> i'm like yo let me just go right to you guys anyway okay uh we got a uh, oh well so looks like we have a cash in from our ex sponsor here all right i gotta explain this because people have been asking me about this guys we have a sponsor we had a sponsor on the show it was uh, Adam Letterman. He's an attorney, okay? And um, like I have always said, a great attorney, okay? You can't knock his record. That's not what I do. I don't cut down people's... Uh, his work shows for it. But as a guy, not a fan of the guy, okay? Mm -hmm. And we had a falling out. He was coming out attacking the show. And frankly, I didn't like his New Jersey ruffian attitude. And so uh, he he said... I'm not, playing, I'm not reading his ads here. He keeps... But this is the second week in a row that he, we have a cash in from it. And I just want to say, if you're listening to the show, because obviously you do, man, like you're like a fucking ex girlfriend outside uh, outside my window here. You're or like ex boyfriend. You're like you're like Enzo Amore showing up to fucking uh, <laughs> absolutely yeah. showing up to Survivor Series. Okay, hauled out. Absolutely. Now you're the fakest guy in the room, and uh, and, and I, I you can teach that. Yeah, and I can teach that. <laughs> and so, dude, stop leaving the cash ins. You're not. I'm not. We're not. This is it. This is the last time we mention you on this fucking show. Okay? All right. Anyway. Some people say I should boot him from the Facebook page. Yeah, I was about to. 
Oh, Block and Band, him and Sh- uh, Shapiro. Yeah, I know, I know. But, you know, it keeps the numbers. You know what I mean? We, we're growing the community. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I you know. know what I mean? We have yeah. thirteen. We have, thir- we have 1,318 people. I think we can go to 1,316. Yeah, guys, more of you are listening to this podcast than are in the Facebook group. Join the Facebook group. I think it's a, 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 a tent poll. Yeah, <laughs> of this program is that used correctly? Ten pole, sure, a ten pole, guys. A ten pole holds you up, baby. All right, let's let's keep. What, what, what do you say we talk about professional wrestling? I would love to. I mean, there's the 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 action here is is spicy, spicy hot. Now, anyway, uh, let's get into it. Let's start the bell. <laughs> hey, by the way, you can cash in on the show. Oh yeah, leave us a voicemail three one six five three zero two four two nine three sixteen. 530-2429. Blow my mind. Gobble wee. Gobble wee. Anyway, listen up. So, um, <laughs> the first thing I'm going to mention is outside of the realm of, of professional wrestling, <laughs> but it is it is pro wrestling, which is uh, last week I got to stand up at the world famous comedy store. They love to say it's the world famous at the front. It is the world famous, so that's fair. Uh, but... Um, yeah, there's, did, there's did, people in like Brussels, like oh, the comedy store in LA. Yeah, yeah. and I'm getting the most messages about this. Yeah, people are like it's the world famous. Yeah, yeah. this isn't the world famous one. I, um, uh, the comedy store is what Anosh would call the. He's what he would call a, a comedy club. Yeah, to, even if it wasn't called it's that. The comedy shop and the coffee <laughs> store. <laughs> yeah, the coffee store. You said, are you uh, at the coffee uh, store? Yeah. That's a classic Anosh-ism, yeah. A little Pacific Northwest action for you. <laughs> uh, he thinks Vancouver is the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. But uh, um, so listen. Twelve rounds filmed in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. So I was there performing. It was Dolph Ziggler's show. My buddy uh, Dolph and. Uh, it's awesome. He's been doing a bunch of stand-up, and you can see it. Dude's getting better. Yep. Uh, and and uh, we were talking about it set. We had uh, dinner after. Um, it was a great time. On the show, I I, I, um, I I went out to go do my set. It was great. Great crowd, if you guys were there. if you I gave out some stickers to some people, met some people. If you're listening to the show from being at that show, welcome aboard. Uh, thanks for uh, being becoming a Jeroniac uh, instantly. But I'm doing the stand up on the show, yeah. and uh, I'm up there. I'm doing my I'm doing my stand up, and I look to my right, Becky Lynch in the crowd. Yeah. Um. And uh, uh, I did hear she was there, and I thought I saw, her, but I didn't meet her or anything before. And I'm doing my set, and uh, this is keep in mind. Last week is the week that she had her big moment, her yeah. coming out moment. I'm rocking the man shirt right now. So it was, it was jarring. I look at her. She's got the black eye. I'm on stage because in that room, dude, the audience is pretty lit. Yeah. So you can actually see them. And they're lit in more ways than one. I mean, obviously, you guys know that. Anyway, great joke. Dan just hit the dab. Yeah, absolutely. I just just dabbed. Anyway, great joke. (laughs) Anyway, great joke. Okay, guys, come on. Your laughter when it comes to that. Okay. But Becky's there, and it was, she was clapping and laughing in a, in a way that was fucking awesome. Uh, it, you guys know I'm a super Mark, and I don't pretend to be a Mark, even when it's awkward. Because so here's here's where it gets starts getting awkward for me, right? It's like, look, all right, I'm not blowing smoke up my own ass, right? But I perform with some pretty legit people. I do stand up, like I, I've. I've I've acted with some legit people before, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I'm still a tremendous loser, but uh, <laughs> let's not get ahead of myself, okay? But uh, 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 but but when it's <laughs> I do this show, I spend so much time on this yeah. fucking show. So when all of a sudden I'm confronted with these wrestlers, it's like, oh, you're oh yeah. hey oh whoa, you're just a person, you yeah. know what I mean? But to but I thought it's not for me meeting 
wrestlers is awesome. That's really cool. But what was particularly awesome was to entertain Becky in that week. Yeah. To yeah, me, yeah. felt really special to me. Um, I had such an appreciation for what she did. I mean, go back, listen to the podcast, and for her to just see. I, I met someone in the, her coming out moment in professional wrestling. And what we always talk about on the on this pod is I talk about the X factor of professional wrestling, right? How, like, you can't, there's a force, right? I always call it, like, it's like Star Wars, yeah. the force, right? Where you're like, to tap into it. And Becky did it last week. Because even if you look at the segment they did on paper, it's not particularly amazing writing, right? Uh, they this I've said it last week, the, the SmackDown uh, women's division uh, stormed the show, but... There wasn't really a battle between the two brands brewing. And also, Becky didn't really have any kind of SmackDown loyalty. You know, that wasn't really what was cool about the Ronda-Becky build. Right. It was more Ronda punching down and the fans saying, like, fuck you. Like, you're you know, you're know getting ahead of yourself. And Becky uh, just out outworking her on the microphone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially from a place where Ronda Rousey actually is a person who has actually submitted people with arm bars, right, to a wrestler who has a kayfabe move called the disarm her you know yeah. what i'm saying and it's like the, the the odds were stacked against becky but her uh uh that was what made her whole run work is right everybody underestimated her mm -hmm. right so she tapped into it and just to meet her in that week that's what made it like mm -hmm. uh, uh incredible to me and and also i got to meet her in a way where she came up to me and was like Really great set, and I'd seen her actually legitimately laughing, and it was, it was a very cool, uh, it was a very cool moment for awesome. me. But then here's the next part that gets kooky, is what I mean, I can't control, I, I can't control my markdom, right? Like at all. I mean, yeah. I'm face to face with Becky Lynch in a week where I have five thousand questions. You know what I mean? Right. I, I, and so I just asked him. Yeah. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, you get that moment where you're like, you know what? I'm comfortable enough with who I am as a person to know that, like, I'm a fucking Mark. Right. I have, I'm a Mark. And when I'm front, if, and I do it to Ziggler, who's my friend, and he, he, and I think it's, I think that they dig it. You know, you know what I mean? I, I think I, they, they, yeah, I think they do too. I think that if you are in a line of work that you're passionate about, you ultimately don't mind if someone is asking you questions like, in, like good questions about your work right I, there's no way because like yeah there's no way like maybe if you're not that you're like you know coming from some other area of life like you're an ex-football player now you're a wrestler and, and you know whatever but yeah i think yeah they must they must love it and yeah. who doesn't like you, attention your colleague <laughs> your colleague adjacent too which helps as well you're not just some like right because right. i booked on the show right. at, at the comedy store right. you know what i'm saying so it's not like you're and i'm assumed. in the back there and i you know and we're all like you know we're all having drinks and stuff it's not i'm not some jabron but <laughs> i have such a respect for what these people do but then yeah. you remember she was like, I can never do what you guys do. Right. Do you know what I mean? So it's also like, I can never do comedy. And then I said one of the D-baggest thing ever. Uh -huh. the D I was just like, well, you know, I was like, I couldn't do the wrestling part. The promo part, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I, <w> <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I that was like the like how Larry David of you, where yeah. it's like it's like oh you know obviously I couldn't do the physical part, but I mean I, I'm pretty sure I could do the <laughs> do the the, the the vocal part. Uh, yeah, I mean it it was I was just being honest. Yeah. No man, it's gonna make noise. 
Don't, <laughs> all right. But, but I was I was just being I was just being honest. Where it was like right. the promo part. I if I had a listen, I'm doing this for a long time, man. At UCB, we go out there with nothing. If I had a, if someone gave me a microphone and said go out there and cut a promo, yeah. Uh, in front of 20,000 people, I wouldn't be that nervous. I'm sorry. That's just, maybe I'm stupid. Maybe I should be. Right. I probably would be more like I did it, and then it wouldn't go as well as I want, and then after, I'd be in my head about it. Right. That's probably more what I would do. <laughs> but getting on a microphone and speaking in front of people, I'm not. you get to a point where you're not scared right. about of doing it. You know what I mean? So uh, anyway, so it was kind of a, a, a moronic thing. Now, um, I have notes here of stuff I talked about. I'm saying which is worth uh, bringing out, but because I don't know, some of it... He Here's like a weird thing is that people, I, I, I was like straight up, I said to her face, you had an epic week this week. It is an honor for me to meet you this particular week. I hope you recognize the significance of this week in your career. I literally put my hand against the wall. I did, I'll show you the act out. I go, your career this week went from here to here. Yeah. You yeah, know, I did. And, and, and I was like, the moment your hands, what I particularly loved was how much blood was on your hands. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is literally what I'm saying to her. And she was just like, oh, thank you. Like, thank yeah. you. You know, she was like very, she, but she was, I didn't feel like I was annoying her. Right. You know what I mean? Because also there was another comic, Clayton Thomas, who was on the show. Really cool guy. Uh, he's going to come on the show uh, here. Uh, Big Mark. You know, I'm always looking for comic, comedic marks. He's going to come on, I think, uh, in, a, in two weeks. And he, um, he was asking her the markiest shit also. Right. You know what I mean? So uh, 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 it was cool. I, even, I showed her my Mandy meme. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Anyway, um, and then we, and then I, and then like, then it hits the moment where I have to ask for a picture because I'm like, yo, I gotta get the pic for the Facebook page. I probably, if it wasn't for the Jabroni Agnation, I probably would not ask for pictures. Right. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I because, never like to either. Yeah, because I'm like, also, you know, I don't know what am I gonna do with the pic, but I guess you have Insta with the Instagram, I gotta do it. So. I did ask for it, and then it was really funny because she, I felt, I kept me, I was like, oh, I'd take his picture, and then I kept me like, is that all right? And she's like, ah, oh, my poor face. You Aww. know what I mean? Like, she was like, because her face is, she's still, I mean, she's a beautiful, beautiful woman. She's right. going to heal up nice. She already looked, that was Thursday. She already looked better than Tuesday. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. way better. It was already healing up. Uh, but you're like, man. Uh, uh, I was like, I'm sorry to point a camera in your face that's broken. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And then, um, okay, what what is this stuff? What are the, I, I want to ask you the thing is like, all right, tell me if you think that, so here's the question. So I, there was a couple of questions I asked her, and then some people would put a camera up to like take video, and then they'd put it down, like she would stop talking. So I don't know what I can kind of like reveal. Oh, you know what I'm yeah. saying? But uh, like she talked a little bit about Vince, and uh, it, it was it was it was very cool. I don't know what I could say here. Well, let me ask you a question. I always ask. Yeah, Kevin. let me let me look through my notes here and see what of this is because I know you guys look. Becky's so she's so on fire right now that it's worth giving you all the jukes I can give you here. Uh, uh, but let me. But I don't want to portray her trust. I have a lot of respect for what she was doing, and I really think she was awesome that she was so you open just, with me. You just broke your record. You just broke your record for for most misspeaks in a sentence. Because I was reading. You also. said well. First, you said jukes. We gotta edit that out. We gotta edit that you out. You said jukes, no, and which doesn't apply to anything you said. And then you said you don't want to portray right. her trust instead of betray. Betray. <laughs> I don't, don't oh, want to illustrate her. Listen, yes, universal. Dying, ho, ho, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, man, I, I, I stick by jukes, but uh, I stick well, by let jukes. Let me ask you the question that I, I ask everybody when they meet yeah, a celebrity. Yeah, yeah. Are they nice? I mean, mm -hmm. 
Nice, I, nice the, police. The sweetest, the sweetest person. I, I, I. She couldn't have been. Listen, if you meet me yeah. and you're answering a lot, this many questions, you must be a sweetheart. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, right. uh, uh, a lot of people walk away. Okay, Let, let's just say, uh, 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 Ty Dillinger is there. This guy doesn't want to talk to me at no, all. Man. You know, <laughs> I don't blame him. I, I, I'm not saying he's a jerk or anything. I get it. Some fucking bark. I'm there wearing my podcast T-shirt. I mean, I get it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's just safer for him to assume that you're. Exactly like yeah, yeah, every yeah. all the other ones. But the funny thing is that Tyler Breeze was on the show and we didn't really talk that much. But then after I saw a video of him playing Magic and then uh, he, I messaged him on Instagram and then we followed me. Now we talk about Magic a little bit. Ah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I love Tyler Breeze. If you actually want to check out Tyler Breeze's Instagram, he posts like he's a great worker. He 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 doesn't get to wrestle that much on TV, but he posts um, some uh, he posts some really uh, good shit. But yeah. anyway, okay, so. One one thing that's worth saying, and again, I, I, I'm sorry if I'm hesitating here. It's just I don't I I'm behind the I I felt like I was behind the curtain a little bit, and I I don't want to ruin anything because that that's that's one thing I want to say is like so we're back there and everybody's talking wrestling and it gets real carny, you know what I mean? Right. It's a lot of like wrestling jargon that I don't I don't fully. Um, know how to speak to be honest i'm not like i'm a mark like i don't know how to i can't do backstage talk fully yet right. i pick up on it in two seconds and i know most of the terms but uh 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 um uh, but uh yeah so it was like there were things you were saying where i was like i, I don't fully understand i don't fully <laughs> understand how that applies right. and i don't fully understand the wb process to know like how that how that uh, right. uh, uh, totally is, plays is, out. So it is that like heat, good? <laughs> like the term heat. Like I know how they use heat, but it's like when you hear a wrestler say heat, I think about it in kind of a different yeah. way. They there just was, mean oh. attention, right? Or, right? or like focus. Yeah. So anyway, uh, but it was very. But anyway, she was really cool. The one thing I was thinking about. Here's let's get back to the shit I'm good at talking about. It was like, do I actually like meeting wrestlers out of kayfabe? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really like. I was like, I I you. I probably, I do because I don't I get I don't really care but it is like it, it is a weird feeling when you're like oh I'd like <laughs> I really like just being part of the show right. like watching as like a, a, a fan do you know what I mean yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I think it's something to do with like comedy I'm so behind the scenes with the comedy stuff yeah that like that it almost ruins comedy a little bit for me you know what I mean so you're like well this thing I just like I watch it yeah you know what yeah. I'm saying plus you don't want to like it's either like they're you don't want to either meet them and then they're like garbage. I know. But anyway, Becky was fucking awesome and it was an, it was really exciting and special. I thought to to perform for her this week and get to tell her. She was so receptive and nice to a lot. She knew that it was really nice of her to take, even though it was too much too much compliments. It was nice of her to take my to accept my marketry, allow yeah. me to mark out, uh, uh, especially on her day off. <laughs> so that was nice. Anyway. Um. Cool. All right. Let's move on to some other stuff. So, all right. Great. So, I want to talk about this Charlotte heel turn. I want to go right yeah. there into the Survivor Series. Okay. All right. Anyway, no, she might have to clean that up a little bit because I did a lot of I did a lot of stutter stepping in there, uh, debating what I should say and what I shouldn't say. All right. Anyway. So. Yeah. So. All right. Ronda Rousey. Charlotte had this heel turn, and when I was live at Survivor Series. When I saw her pull out that kendo stick, yeah, I was like, "What?" Yeah, not in a way where I was like, "Oh, like the Becky heel turn, right?" Uh -huh. The Becky heel turn, the story of it, you felt like she well is scorned, 
Right. Right? Like, it's like Charlotte took over. The writing was brilliant. It was like she took all of her. She's been in the way. She joined her title shot. Becky had been in the shadows for a long time, and she joined her title shot. It was That, that was great. This turn, I was like, what? This just feels random, mm-hmm. you know? Um it, it, it was like, why Why would she be upset at Ronda? I think actually she was performing pretty well in the match. It wasn't like she couldn't win it fair and square. So she just like snapped. And that that's kind of like what I want to say is like the theme of, of like Raw and SmackDown this week was just like, I'm, it, it, it was like, I'm a bad, I'm a bad guy now. <laughs> You know what I mean? There's too much like I'm I'm a bad guy now, and uh, 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 w- w- which is like not how we should be. We should be writing these characters more three dimensional. Now, okay, here's the arguments against with, with this Charlotte turn. The arguments are they're setting up for four horsewomen versus four horsewomen, right? Right. Eight okay. horsewomen. The eight horsewomen. Now, here's a hot take about this. I don't give two fucks about that match. No? I, I I know you're probably a big mark for it as a like you, you know you're you love that you you love all the NXT bullshit. But I know I mean I love NXT also. But like two two of those four horsewomen I don't know anything about. I know one is. I know the one is married to Roddy Strong. <laughs> That's yeah. all I know about her. Yeah. And I'm sure she's fantastic, but she's not a developed character at all. Where, like, Honestly, when you see that match, are you going to be like so pumped for it? I know in theory it's a very cool idea. Yeah. It needs, but it needs some groundwork. To right. Be, yeah. So what I'm saying is that Charlotte turned, and then her logic on SmackDown when she cut her promo was, uh, 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 I, I, Becky told me to give her the beating that I would, mm-hmm. and so I took that personal, and then I did it for the champ. I fought with her. I fought beside her, and so I did it, but is it because, oh, I guess I turned heel because that's—I turned heel because Becky's heel. I've lost all my honor. There's no snap in that. It's not good. Right. I'm sorry. Like, now, Charlotte put on an amazing performance on Saturday. Like, we have to separate Sunday. We have to separate the performance from the writing. Right. Her heel turn was incredible. Her acting was fucking awesome. She was brutal. Like, and Charlotte's always been best as a heel uh, um, in her runs. Like, she hasn't really been able to click as a face, really, you know? Again, Ronda Rousey took her spot in that way, and that's something she could be bad about, mm-hmm. which was that I was supposed to be what you are. And I would take that. That yeah. writing is slicker. But instead, it's just like, I did it because of Becky. Now, here's, now I'm happy to have Charlotte as, as a heel, so why do I care about this? Why am I upset? Well, because I think they're, I care because I think Charlotte being face was extremely important to Becky's heel turn. Mm-hmm. It was the, it was the anchor of why she went heel is Charlotte getting everything. Charlotte being the pedigree. Charlotte thinking she's the man. No, I'm the man. But now Charlotte is disciple of Becky and Becky's not really involved at all. She's, I guess, by proxy involved. Yeah. Well, she's involved because she like anointed Charlotte for that match. Right. I guess you're right. You're right. You're right. Because she, because Becky she chose her. She transferred her. She was like, you are, you're my, you're my, uh, but would that make you surrogate? Cheese? No, I, I love that. Yeah. And I told, I said it at the time that when she hugged her, I liked that. People yeah. had a problem with that. I didn't know why. I was like, yeah, well, now we're going into battle and I choose you because truthfully, you're the best option. And I right. want us to, I want, I want, I want Rousey, Rousey to get down. All right. I said it's like my enemy and my enemy is my friend or, you know, whatever version of that you want. Right. Keep your enemies closer, right? What any of the, it's it's a version of that. It's great. It's three dimensional. 
This is what I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. People are not 2D. People you hate in your life, you hang out with. <laughs> okay? People you yeah. hate in your life, you hang out with. Your Remember two, that. Your two best friends are the two people you hate most in the world. <laughs> I hate those guys. <laughs> I talk to those guys all the time. <laughs> uh, Shebs is maybe the biggest pain in my fucking ass. Uh, <laughs> he might be the hardest person to be friends with of all time. <laughs> uh, 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 but I, I love the guy. Yeah. Now, oh, I forgot to talk about the 100 app, but well, right, we'll get into that. Anyway, so my problem is how this Becky factors in. We don't know how hurt, we don't know how Becky, uh, how hurt Becky is yet. Like we, well, yeah. like as Marks, we don't know. We know she hasn't showed up on TV. I saw her in person, and uh, she didn't. You know, her face looked a little messed up, but like people. I don't know. People play basketball with those masks on. Cody wrestled with the mask on with she a broken would nose. Look. And they haven't said anything about orbital, which we know is a big problem. If you, yeah. Right? It's broken face, which is normally like a cheekbone or something. I'm like, she should be back in like four weeks, no? Yeah, I think. But dude, if she wore a fucking face mask, like a clear, she would look incredible. Oh, it would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's she, I, I assumed he would see her. I was like, I actually thought when Charlotte turned, it would have been amazing if Becky came out and beat her up and was like, you're not shitting on my turn either. Right. Now, obviously, you don't say that, but it's the implication. The implication is like, no, 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 you're not getting pop like this. You're not getting the thank yous. Yeah. I get the thank yous. Yeah, I bet because I think she's concussed, so they probably, it's like, you're not going anywhere near a ring right. at all. Yeah, do you think she was, uh, yeah. The well, concussion, they, she, I feel like, I can't even, can you get concussed from getting punched in the face? You can get concussed. So CTE, right. which is, I mean, it's derivative of, of concussions, right. but you, you get CTE from not just getting hit in the head. You get CTE from getting hit. Right. So like every time their body takes a like a, a, like a, a hit, they, they, it rattles their brain around. So yeah, you can absolutely get a concussion from getting punched in the face. Um, and they, she posted a picture of herself on Twitter with uh, this sort of like headgear on at the hospital, so she's definitely concussed. Right, like testing her. And stuff right, like right. I saw that she was uh, on the chair with the with the when she was wearing the army pants or whatever. Yeah, um, Doc yeah. Doctor Jail. <laughs> Absolutely, Doctor Jail. She said, "Yeah." So, um, yeah, it's funny because that picture. She was kind of smiling in that picture a little bit, yeah. and uh, it was funny because when we took a picture, she was like all smiley, and then the camera goes on and boom, boom, heel. Yeah. You know what I mean? And she was like, oh my, you know, like immediate, like I'm not taking smiley pics. So then that, I was like, oh, I'm surprised she smiled in that pic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, anyway, doesn't bother for me. She could smile in pictures. It doesn't affect anything. I'm not that, I'm a little marky. I probably, <laughs> yeah, I am wearing a title right now. But uh, yeah, so anyway, I, I don't, and then Charlotte, uh, promo on SmackDown to me was just, I'm bad, I'm a bad guy now. That's what I heard. Not great writing for me. And just to set up for this four horsewoman match, come at me on the cash ins. Come cash in. All right, three one six five three zero two four two nine. Blow my mind, but cash in. Tell me why I should care about this four horsewoman match. Well, I mean, I have. So I think that um, I think the combination of Becky, it just buries Becky to me. That's what I'm saying. It, yeah, I, I I'm willing to concede. To you know, have a conversation about that. I don't disagree. But it could be done. It could be done well. I'm saying. I yeah. think that right, I think the combination in practice when it happens and you see it, uh, regardless of how we get there, the combination of Becky, Charlotte, Ronda, Shayna Baszler, uh, uh, Sasha, and Bailey. Like, just take Jessamyn Duke and and uh, the other one out of the equation. Uh, that's exciting. Like, I think they're they're all very good, uh, and we'll have a great match. So you really only have two people out of uh, eight. 
Two out of eight. That you are like, eh, whatever about. So it's high odds that it's going to be very fun. Right. I, I, all right, but this four horse woman. But Jessamine Duke is a. I'm going to go on record now and just predict that she's a dud. Just uh, her mannerisms, the way she talks, the way she acts. She's very green, obviously, and she'll get better. But she. Is she seems, the blonde? She's the really tall one. Yeah. She seems like a charisma suck. Like there's something. She's the a, blonde? Yeah. You know, it's funny. I didn't mean that at all. Ooh, but when you sound the, like me, you can't say the who? The blonde? The blonde? You're not, you're not even allowed to say blonde. <laughs> Yo, yeah, yeah. You're talking about the blonde one? <laughs> oh, man. One of my buddies, his dad growing up, always just like, hey, you go, you guys going out to find some blondes? <laughs> Remember, it's always about the blondes. Yeah, it's just a certain man of a certain age. I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't. I don't think you've ever been with a blonde woman. <laughs> they're, Have they're, I? I don't know. They're not into me. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but no, uh, I, yeah. it's fair. They shouldn't be. You'll be. But, yeah, it'll be. I'll get a blonde. You'll get a blonde. <laughs> I'll yeah. get an X, man. I'll get a blonde. You guys, you heard it here. Second. All right. Yeah. So what? Uh, yeah. What are you saying? I was just saying that she seems a little bit like a charisma suck. She needs to work on that. There's just something that she creates this like vacuum. Of charisma. Yeah, but, but interesting enough, I care more about the four horsewomen, the Rhonda version, than I care about the Charlotte Becky. Th that one already, it's like, I get it, they're friends in NXT, right. but now they're already all individual wrestlers. It's like forming a shield right. after, like, they came in as the shield, the shield. So when they reunite, it's a big deal. When you, you form, uh, you know, it, listen. I'm it telling you, no, no, it's it, they're gonna because we've been waiting it for it. It could be done well. They're gonna be there's gonna be a, like a curtain call moment where they all kind of like get in the ring together and it's like this is happening and it's you're gonna get goosebumps. Right. And okay. I, I I'm you know I'm I'd love to be wrong. I love to get worked, baby. Anyway, so here's the deal. So we'll we'll, we'll see what happens with that. I, I I'm just not that. Per I, I, as long as it, I'm just I'm looking out for Becky. Okay. Yeah. I think Charlotte being face was very important to anchor the Becky. Heel turn. Yeah, I don't disagree. Right? So I think that was important. Charlotte dominating, being on top. Charlotte cheating to me is like, ugh. Like, I think Charlotte needs to be, like, winning mm -hmm. and being, like, uh, the pedigree that she is. You know what I'm saying? And all, uh, yeah, so, I don't know. That, I, I'm sure they have plans. And if it's the four horsewomen thing, hopefully I care about it. Um, I would love to eat those words. Shayna Baszler is a great talent, so we'll see. Uh, not on the mic. But, uh, all right, here's the deal. Ronda Rousey, uh, uh, and first, before I say it, I just want to say, it. women's wrestling right now, pff, I mean, it's on fire. It's, it out, is man. on fire right yeah. now. And it is on fire, and yeah. I would like to say it is on fire, a major, major part, and I want to say maybe the reason is Ronda Rousey. Whether you like it or not, Facts. like I said last week, Ronda Rousey is... The son of the women's division. Yeah. And everything revolves around her. She is the John Cena of the women's division, which means that the women's division is an actual universe, not a planet. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I think uh, uh, I think that... And the sun's a star. Remember of course, that, guys. Of course, suns are features of galaxies, not of universes. But... <laughs> I understand what you mean. Um, listen, I, I would say that there's uh, multiple. Suns. I have a couple jukes with that, but when it comes, <laughs> listen, in multiple galaxies. I, no, I, I, I take juke with that, but I would say <laughs> I, would, I take juke with that. All right, well. uh, yeah, but I would say that uh, Ronda Rousey getting booed means that the division is working, right? That means that the women's division people care enough about it to care that they're jamming someone down your throat that where you want other. Talent to be pushed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, not to mention, like, look, Ronda Rousey right now is, uh, is, uh, uh, 
is fumbling, right? You know what I mean? She's she's not uh, on the. What were you saying? I was. Gonna, I think she's like getting. You know, like when you're running and like the top of your body gets like over your knees and you start yeah. to kind of like fall forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I think what's happening with her, where she's there's there's so much. She's so intense, and there's so much like just like ferocious energy that it's uh and it it's a different thing in like a shoot fight environment where there's no limit to like. Uh, to your trajectory, but here there's like there's a script, and you have to hit this story, and you have to hit these 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 beats, right. and so she's she has this shoot fight intensity, and it's kind of like the momentum is too too much at the moment. I, I would love to see her focus up because she's like pacing and like yelling at weird points when she's talking, and yeah, if she just can focus up, which I'm sure she'll she'll do. Yeah, again, she's been she's had what. 16 fights she said or 17 fights yeah so uh yeah i think that's what's happening is that it's just she's getting a little top heavy momentum wise i i, I think the metaphor of running i know i know you're talking about that running where yeah. you're like falling but you're not falling yeah 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 because yeah. you're it's sometimes when you're like on a uh some kind of uh decline or when you're like going down a hill yeah or whatever you're like oh my i'm top heavy like i, I know exactly it is it is true it is she's and, and as a performer you feel that feeling a lot you're ahead sometimes your words are ahead of your brain yeah or vice versa so she's learning to perform in that way she'd never had she's never had to in terms of promo, I, I agree. Mm -hmm. In terms of wrestling, she just matters. Like she really, yeah. she really matters. She really matters a lot, and she's really unique and really, and really good. And again, especially if Charlotte's going heel, Ronda is now. Ronda is now what is making Becky's heel turn work? Because mm. you know who do. I guess you can argue Nia Jax, but yeah. it feels like the whole women's division is heel right now. A lot of people are turning. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Nia, Charlotte, Becky, the only ones who are face are, are, are Sasha and Bailey who matter, and they're extremely uh, irrelevant yeah. right now. So I guess the Four Horsemen thing is going to bring them back. But yeah, Ronda Rousey, uh, uh, it, it's amazing. The way people talk about her, it's like Cena. Like People are criticizing her. She matters. You're getting, I want to say you're getting worked. It's a version of that. In terms of promo, though, what, uh, uh, and Becky, this is part of what put Becky on the map, is that Becky gave her a run for her money on that fucking microphone, and now she's like, oh, what, what? I, oh, I was running circles around these Bellas who have nothing to say. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and now she, she, Rhonda cut a promo that was, and it goes for her matches also, her, she cut a promo that was so scripted this week. Like, uh -huh. it was not natural at all. It's not things you would ever say. It's like, she's like, I'm a warrior, all this stuff. I'm the true champion. It was just, I wrote a scripted bullshit. It was like, she was giving the Braveheart speak uh, uh, at, at Thanksgiving dinner. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was like, I just asked for the cranberry sauce. Absolutely. It was <laughs> like if in Braveheart, Mel Gibson, uh, like the whole time was just, right, the whole time just being like, I'm, what's his name? William Wallace? William yeah. Wallace, yeah. Like, I'm William Wallace, right? And like, lightning bolts up my arse or yeah. whatever. Like, <laughs> she's doing that every second. And you're like, yo, this energy is, it's too much. It's the Mick Foley effect. Yeah. yeah. Right now, peaks and valleys, right? Before a big war, that's when you get on your horse and you paint your face blue. Right. Literally, she paints her face, right? <laughs> yeah. And then that's when you give that speech. And then the day after the battle is when you have humility. She's acting like that war is still happening, but it's like, we need to reset. You need to come out, humble yourself, 
and be more natural. Yeah. She needs to come out and be able to be. So they're not doing her any service giving her these scripts she's memorizing. Uh, and, and and the next thing is that she's not saying anything that we want to hear. She's not saying anything real. She didn't acknowledge Becky. She should acknowledge Becky, especially because Charlotte was tying right into Becky. Her whole logic was the Becky thing. And um, and, uh, 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 and and the crowd's chanting for Becky. Acknowledge it. Like, if the crowd is chanting for something else that's not CM Punk or some a troll thing, screaming, chanting Becky is not trolling. No. That's them saying, you're talking about shit we don't care about. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So uh, then she's just like, you know, I don't know. She's threatening Corbin. It was it was like, uh, hey, Ronda's here. Now they're pushing this. She's got a match. She's like, because, all right, here's an example of something she said that's like n nonsense. When she, when she acknowledged uh, Charlotte, she said, somehow, some way, I'm going to get back to you. It's like. What are, you, what are you talking about? Yeah. Somehow, some way, or do you mean at TLC, you'll be in the same room? Also, you could go to the other show. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it, it, it's like, it's just a line. You know what I mean? Like, well, I, I just didn't, I don't, I don't I, it was like that. And then she's talking about Naya, who now they did a nice job calling her the face breaker. I just, I don't, I'm not a, she yeah, had a weird stand up. I have, uh, it's fine. There's nothing I have, else to uh, say. I have some inside, yeah. I have, there's an inside rumor. I'm going to protect my source here. Yeah. Uh, that um, there was a lot of talk about Naya at the at the comedy store. You probably store. know this this <laughs> rumor, but that it was intentional. That she hit her on purpose as uh, 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 an in the moment payback for something that uh, like Becky uh, did. like something else was really stiff and she hit back. Yeah, that's the rumor. I never believe that shit. Yeah, I, I, mean, I never believe that. No, no, like that's a really hard punch. I mean, that's a I don't know. Uh, by the way, Nijax, you got to be mad strong to do what she did to her face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's the a, angle. I've I mean, been like, punched in the face before, and like nothing happened. Yeah, I mean, the, well, because it was probably like Shibiro or uh, Marmel. Oh yeah, one of those, one of my weak ass jabroni like, no, friends. I, uh, I think, um, I, I think what happened was because if you look, her the hair was in her, her hair was in her eyes, and I think it was just a miscalculation of of punch. Okay. Trajectory. Anyway, yeah. So anyway. Ronda Rousey matters whether you like it or not. I say feel free to boo around Ronda. Feel free to chant Becky at Ronda. But do not respect Ronda Rousey or you're getting worked, man. She's in a tremendous talent who's getting yeah. better by the week. Um, by the way, here her her move is called the Piper's Pit. Yes. Uh, yeah. They need to clean that up. They didn't, they, didn't pipe, they didn't pop for that move at all. all it's right, weird. It looks like a half a move. All right, let's hear Cash in before we move on. All right. What's up, Jabroniax? your boy Nate Brooks from South Texas. Not really talking about wrestling on this cash-in. Just wanted to congratulate Dan on reaching 100 Patreons. Well deserved, man. We love your work, bro. I look forward to when you reach 200 Patreons. I got that screenshot ready to go. Again, you're doing an amazing job. You lead an awesome community. And I wish you more success in the future, bro. It's awesome. Let's keep this going. Cheers up. Yo, cheers up. Cheers Yo, up. Nate, thanks, bro. Let me tell you right now, he's talking about the screenshot because they said, I can't wait. To, well, he said, when we get 200 patrons, I'll piss my pants because yeah. he said, oh, the Corey Graves treatment. Like, I want it to be like, because of the eight hour episode, do the Corey Graves piss behind the uh, the announcement? I'm telling you right now, I'm not pissing my pants. So if you want to become not, if you want to deactivate your Patreon, you're not going to drink you know, Maverick. I'm not going to piss in my pants. I just, I got to draw the line somewhere how I dance for you guys. All right. But, uh, will you piss someone else's pants? Yeah, I will. Piss, I'll, 
piss on. I will piss on any listener. No, no, no. no. Uh, uh, check uh, out, no. check out. Find oh, Dan. Oh, and the Patreon's going down. Yeah. Yeah. Find Dan on FetLife.com. Yeah. He'll piss on you for fucking. Absolutely. I'm dressed Bitcoin. like a, I'm a brony. <laughs> for Bitcoin. Yeah, Dan will piss on you for Bitcoin. Uh, <laughs> one thing I want to tell you guys, man, funny. Um, Philip, fuck, I'm not gonna. I'm say. I'm gonna say his last uh, name wrong. Uh, uh, I'm gonna say his last name wrong. It's with an H. No, anyway, uh, he just ran a half marathon. It said that he listened to Cow the majority of the half ma- half marathon, wow. and and wow. he's gonna run a full marathon and he's gonna listen to Cow again. I thought that was one of the highest compliments I had ever heard because I know. Look, the things I take comment when when you guys rock a Cow shirt to a, a show. Yeah, that's one of the highest praises you can give give me. I know what it's like to wear merch. Sometimes I'm bummed out that I, I wear it rock the cow shirt. Not not bummed out, but I'm like, fuck, I got all this other, uh, I got all this, this merch. Oh, I like this wrestler. I want to support them tonight. But I'm like, no, no, no. My cow merch comes first. So I rock the cow merch. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 but so I understand from your perspective, you guys rock the cow. I, I, that is the highest praise. Running. My cardio is so difficult for me. Mm-hmm. My music is so important. What I listen mm-hmm. to, to run is like, Sacred. I mean, some of the songs I like to run to, I don't like as songs. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of like dance shit. Um, boots and cats. I really and like the song cats. Zed Clarity. You guys know that song? No, of course. So not. you're saying okay. you run to stuff that you don't necessarily like? I don't know if maybe that's his strategy. Oh shit! <laughs> oh, shit. No. I already. I already well, look, guys. I already pissed my pants already. Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, no. Uh, 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 yeah, so I, that's high praise for me. So thanks that. And also, you mentioned the. By the way, I should get into that. The, the hundred. I, I forgot to talk about really the hundred. We hit a hundred. The nine to five episode. All I'm gonna say is this: it's scheduled. Okay. Nice. Some people are flying in for it. Check it out on the on the Facebook page, Comedians Wrestling Podcast Facebook page. On there, the schedule is up, tweaking it a little bit. Cheers up, but uh, and uh, uh. uh we got it's gonna be a great time. A lot of you are messaging me about filling time. We will have a cash in segment on the show where you'll message you could cash in on, on uh, some topics. Some of you guys I'm gonna be reaching out for specific types of cash ins I want for a segment, but let me let me tell you this. Talking about wrestling for eight hours, it's not gonna be a problem. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I honestly I, I think we're gonna be tired, but we're gonna be like, Yeah, that was a good time. Yeah. Like I don't think we're it's gonna be a long time, but we got something planned called the Professional Wrestling Summit, which I'll give you guys more details on going forward. And I think that's going to be the kind of thing where time's going to fly, okay? And it's going to introduce a new type of cow episode, and uh, I'm real, I'm really excited for it. I've been waiting for the right time. Again, I got so I got tons of ideas. I, I can't go into all of them now, all the Patreon stuff. We'll get into it in the in the future weeks coming up, but it's exciting. Keep keep. Keep supporting the show. If you dig what we're doing now, you're going to dig what we're doing a year from now, even double, maybe triple. It might be exponential. It might. It all might be exponential. Anyway, if you're a patron, get this cow hoodie. Uh, trust me, it's dope. Uh, anyway, cool. So uh, let's move on to the next thing I want to talk about. I want to talk about uh, TakeOver. I was at TakeOver. Yeah, me too. I want to talk about TakeOver quick. And uh, so I was at TakeOver and Survivor Series and... Um, I couldn't go to Raw. I gave Newman my Raw ticket. I went to Raw. Because Raw, I, for cow-related reasons, I won't get into it, but kind of cool, uh, something going on that was worth me- turning, switching my schedule up. 
Um, and then Schilling bailed on me for SmackDown. But uh, <laughs> that's just fully Schilling's fault. But uh, it's all good. He's the man. But uh, so NXT TakeOver, great show. Yeah. Um, better show than Survivor Series, definitely. The NXT shows are... My, my only problem, I want to say Not that this. Survivor Series... I thought Survivor Series was fun. Yeah, it was watch, fun. It was fun on TV. It had, Survivor Series was more like... Uh, like a boxing or UFC card where like the two matches that I wanted to see really delivered. Right. So yeah. that was all I needed. Yeah. There, you know, I didn't care about a lot of it, but also I was, um, I was all, uh, my buddy, Brian Dipperstein, who's also going to come on the show. He, uh, he invited me up to his suite. He had his company suite. And so it was the perfect setting. Like, you know, there was like food and drinks. So I was hanging out up there. It was the perfect setting for, a card that had matches I didn't care about. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we were just hanging out, a bunch of marks up there. So TakeOver. So, all right, this card was great. My only beef with TakeOver, I I, I prefer a, the WWE pay-per-view format because the TakeOver card, it's too jam-packed. It's too much back-to-back-to-back-to-back. Live at home, it's awesome. At home, you're just getting this like amazing show. You could pause to go take a piss or whatever. Yeah. But when you're live, there's no point to like, yo, I'm gonna go get a beer. Yeah, it's too good. It's too good. Yeah, <laughs> like it, it, it literally, it's not. You're like, oh shit, the dream matches now. Oh, all right. And you're like, all right, well, it's fun. Like you want, I had friends there. I wanted to go say what up to them. Go like take pictures. I wanted to like go give out more stickers to yeah. Jabroniacs. Can't figure out where they are. But it never, it never stops. Yeah. And then it's over like really quick. Where in Survivor Series they show me like I don't know this Scooby Doo uh, like the like the the the, the Scooby the Susan G Coleman Susie Scooby Doo Foundation <laughs> or whatever like and uh, 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 whatever they show right and you're like <laughs> the Scooby Doo Foundation <laughs> the Scooby Doo Scoob <laughs> yeah or they show Marine We're Six curing. trailer yeah you know it's a night you get a nice break Zoic Scoob you- We're curing breast cancer. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what do you? I mean, yeah. How do you feel about that? I know. I I always lament that uh, Takeover is too short. Like, uh, uh, I wouldn't mind a couple of just like filler well, matches when you were in at there. Raw. That had that pacing. Too feel. long. Yeah. Okay. It yeah. was so. I mean, like, it was. I, also, I thought Raw wasn't good. though. It was also not a good Raw. Yeah. But yeah, it took. A, it was a long time. I thought Raw and SmackDown this week were bad, flat out bad. They were bad. Yeah. I, I really um, was not into. But that. I'm always. I'm consistently like. I look at the card. Like, oh, there's four matches on this Takeover card. I'm kind of bummed. Like, I wish there was more. Right. Because it's all so good. Right. So, all right. That being said, I want to talk about the Aleister Black. Uh, yeah, so baby. Aleister Black. I've said. I said this a year ago yeah. on this podcast. I know you're a big Black Mark. Um, and by the way, he, he is my uncle. If you were thinking that, by the way, he is, I was trying to say that. I was holding it in for a while because I didn't want you thinking I get preferential treatment. But yeah, Alistair Black is my uncle, and Alistair Black, as just you know, is Jewish. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he, one he of those, does have anxiety, right? One of those Jews <laughs> from Amsterdam. Yeah, <laughs> yeah these, well, there were Jews in Amsterdam. Actually, Amsterdam was uh, very kind to the Jews, wasn't? Uh, Anne Frank. Yeah, I wasn't being sarcastic. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, Newman, watch it. <laughs> you didn't say anything offensive. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, Newman. All right. So, anyway, uh, I think Alistair Black was. Oh, okay, Newman, get off the table. Uh-huh. Newman's doing the warm again. Oh, my God. Ow, 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 ow. Oh. Okay, it looks Ooh, like he just pulled up. Oh, sciatic nerve. Yeah. Anyway, so Alistair Black, I said it. This guy, the he can, he, if he debuts on the main roster, at anything other than heavyweight level, it's an, a mistake. Yeah. I mean, he's one of the most unique in-ring talents ever. Alistair Black does, 
If you want to, I was watching, I rewatched that match a couple times. And props to Gargano as well, by the way. Yeah. Never, never forget uh, that, uh, uh, you know, a wrestler only looks as good as the other wrestler allows him to look. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. The the finish of that match, I rewatched it like four times and I posted it on Instagram and they took it down immediately, by the way. Immediately. Yeah. The ending of that match, if anyone says to you, why do you like professional wrestling? Show them the from the from the knee to the face into the first black mass into the second black mass. And you say, this is what modern wrestling is right now. And this is what I love about it. And if they don't like it, they're probably not going to like pro wrestling. What you know? is it? What in there is it to you? That so to me is uh, 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 first off, he gives them two black masses in a row, right? The black mass kick is a kick that in Marvel movies, they have full teams to make a kick look this awesome, <laughs> to make it look like Chris Evans could kick. Think about like The Matrix, all these movies, a kick that, but this kick is like, uh, it's like, it looks like he kicks him in the fucking face yeah. fully. And Gar and, and they, it's two men, they work, they work perfectly in line with each other. They synchronize it where Gargano's face, it looks like his head spun like exorcist style. Yeah. Like, right, like 360, like, uh, uh, I guess 180, but, but like, uh, uh, it turns and he hits him with that first one. And then the sound, we know the sound is a slap. Right. But if you watch it, you would never know. Yeah, they're real slick. The, right? Yeah. And I'm not saying, look, WB is a billion dollar uh, company. They have great camera work. They have great production value, great resources. That's not what I'm saying. No, but live saying, too. Live, of, live too. It's, right. uh, there are people in particular, Black is one of them. Right. Gargano's one of them. Roddy Strong's one of them. Where like they sneak that leg slap in and you don't see it at all. Absolutely not. I, I got, on, on Saturday night, got kicked by Ziggler. Yeah. And the noise, I'm like, oh, I got hit. I, like, I don't feel anything. I mean, how did that look? You you saw it It was or not? great. I was two feet away. Yeah, you were, you're right. You yeah, were on stage. looking like a real kick, yeah. He, Ziggler super kicked me in the face at UCB, and like, I'm like, am I dead? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so- uh, yeah. uh, Did it uh, hurt so hard that the pain hasn't come yet? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. You're like, because it's so fucking loud. Anyway, if you watch that kick, you're like, how do I do this? Like- uh, uh, it's partly where you're like, oh, wrestling is fake. You're like, the fact that that is at all fake is what's incredible about wrestling. Yeah. It's amazing that that kick is fake. Now, part of it is that it's not that fake. Yeah. Part of it is that Gargano got kicked in the face. All he does is to, to not take the impact. The only thing he does is turn his head at the right time. Right. But he's still taking a, 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 I would say what he's taking is, is, a uh, 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 like, <laughs> like uh, your mom punching you in the face, yeah, <laughs> or something like that, right? Yeah. Well, my mom is very strong, but the yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or your dad. My uh, my dad's very weak. The yeah. uh, <laughs> I mean, I was gonna say my dad, but I said your mom just to like fit in. But sure. yeah, my I would rather take a punch from my dad <laughs> than my mom. Yeah. Uh, but I think also too, what's coming into play is that he's a legit martial artist, and like I have a friend yeah. friend of mine is is a legit martial artist, and he can throw punches full full speed knowing that he's not going to hit me in the face. Like, he can, like, you know what I mean? Like, they know their body awareness is on such another level that I'm positive he could kick a toothpick well, out of your teeth. Similar. Oh, that's incredible. Like, like Ziggler, when he kicks me, we do no prep. Right. He just goes, yeah, I'll kick you, no problem. And yeah. I'm like, is there a cue? I go down. Don't worry about it. Like, no, he says nothing. He's not at all worried about hitting me right. at all. And the crowd literally is like, ah, oh, they're, like, popping for it. Right? Yeah. Like, it's it's nuts. Yeah. These guys are like... So, so anyway, I think that's incredible. And Alistair Black... Now, now here's the next the next part uh, 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 about it is he delivers, like, an action line or, like, an action movie one-liner. Yeah. 
I absolve he, you yeah. of all your sins. Yeah. He, he, so Gargano falls on his chest, right? He picks him up. He says, I absolve you of all your sins. Kicks him again. It's so poetic. Yeah. Like, it's so like, and, and, and think about how that plays into the story of it all. It's like, he, uh, 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 he attacked him, right? And he's like, you attacked me, and this is my retribution. And I and I am the the face here. I'm the baby face. And I'm saying to you, like, it's okay. I forgive you. I forgive you. And then he puts him out of his fucking misery. Ugh. And he looks like a million. You're like, oh, this is so cool. Yeah, I love this. Right? Honestly, Alistair Black, I mean, come on. I, I don't even care if he could cut a promo. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I, don't, I don't care. Like, he can. He's okay. Right. He hasn't really had... They're not really, I don't understand why he's not cutting a promo every single week on the show. He should have the microphone every single week, working on the mic, every single week, every single week, honing the mic, figuring out what exactly works. Every They shouldn't be wasting at all, because yeah. when he comes up, he should be ready to rock. That's where NXT is Jabroniville. Where uh, do you, because I, I was thinking about this today, uh, or yet, last yeah. night, about Aleister Black. Like, what do you, let's talk for a second about what do you do? What does he need, if anything, to survive on the main roster? Because I want to talk about just good writing. That's it. That's it, right? And like, like, let like a few powerful lines. <laughs> what a dumb say. response. Just good writing. Yeah, but no, but I mean, you're, you're probably right. No, no, in he, a need, sense. he needs good booking. Yeah, good booking is a is a given. Right. He'll he'll, he'll be and he'll, he needs to look uh, as strong as Gargano made him look. Yeah, he'll kill a bunch of jobbers for a while. Right. Uh, but like gimmick wise, does he need? Does it need to be defined further, or do you need to scale back on sort of the like overall spookiness of it so that he doesn't go the way of Bray Wyatt? Two, two, there's two, there's a couple ways to do it, and truthfully, I think that I'd probably debut him in a more like mysterious way. Mm-hmm. I, I said lights, it, lights out. He appears in the ring. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think he should. I think Undertaker. I think he should be the new Undertaker. Hundred percent. That's the way to do it. Um, but but I do think that eventually I'd want to see him open up a little bit. I love the really vulnerable uh, demon. Like mm-hmm. I love like when he posts. First off, Instagram is all black and white, which I think is fantastic. I love that he talks about his struggles with anxiety and depression. Yeah. And I actually think that you can. I think that that's really modern. Yeah. I think there's a way to kind of work that in that he's like vulnerable, but I still will kill you. Yeah. But I'm a good guy. So I think he's like. Like what Finn thinks he is or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like he's trying to walk this like middle path, right? Like between like this like good and evil like thing. Right. And so like, yeah, that plays into like the struggle of trying to maintain this equilibrium when you have people begging you to kick them right. in the face or like, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, if they can flesh that out. Uh, and give him. I said this on the Facebook page. I talk about wrestling at four in the morning under his eye. The uh, blessed be the fruit. Blessed be the fruit. Um, so in the law of Thelema, which is uh, what Aleister Crowley, the Satanist, uh, developed, which is Aleister Black's namesake. Right. The the law of Thelema is do as thou wilt. That is the whole of the law. That's like the the one commandment. Do do what you want. Right. And I think there's something interesting there built in if they're brave enough for him to be like. That's his thing, where it's like do, I do as I will uh, to maintain this this equilibrium. Uh, it is satanic, literally, so they would have to be kind of brave to like yeah. em- embrace that. But I just don't want to see him job to Orton for three weeks and then end up on Fashion well, Files. It, it's it's crazy. That I, I am going to give WB the benefit of the doubt and think that they know that they they know. 
they got they can't give him this guy the Bobby Roode treatment. Right. I, I think they know, and I think that's why he didn't go right up now. Like, look at the way they're pushing Lars Sullivan. He's he's going to be in Jabroni Town very fast. He's going to go up. He's already debuting. With, right? they, they already know. He's a mid-card guy. They know that. I mean, he might get a push at some point, but they're debuting him. He'll win the Rumble it, or something. Right. Yeah. Not the Royal Rumble. Lars Sullivan? <laughs> you think he'll win the Royal Rumble? And main event of WrestleMania? I mean, I don't You know. really think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. I, no, I think he's going to be. Never underestimate Vince's. Yeah, we'll uh, see. I think he'll be a. I think he's going to be a jobber to the stars immediately. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, like he's going to be the new Kane. Yeah. Like, oh, think, right, you know what right, I'm saying? Right, right, right. Um, New mayor of Knoxville. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be the mayor of Knoxville. I mean, when he's in Saudi Arabia wrestling, they just throw Lars Sullivan in the mix. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah. But I think Aleister Black, they're going to do right. But I said, like, last year, a great way to debut him was when, remember Rollins had no opponent? Oh, yeah. And it was like, well, I'll take a mystery opponent and then have him come up and just destroy Rollins. The way that Taz debuted against Angle, like something like that, where it's like he's a he, he comes up, he's a machine. I would like if they can't ever find him. They like play his music and he comes up. Whatever they're trying to do with yeah. Ambrose, I think it could be like that, where he's like a little bit, he has kind of a mankind thing, but not in a, like a not goofy mankind thing, yeah. where he's just like... I show up just to kill people, and yeah. that's it. So yeah, I know that's also, how you debut them. Yeah, I have a couple of thoughts too on like. Uh, sorry, I, guys, we're marking out about Alistair Black. I no, hope he, he's he, he's worth he's worth the time. Yeah, like I uh, so there's so many little things. Like I love the spooky shit. Like I know you didn't like it, but I love when uh, I like when like Bray Wyatt had the worms projected onto the. Like, I love that. Oh yeah, you did like that. Really? It was Shapiro didn't like that. Uh, no, I think he liked it also. The, the, somebody the, didn't the like marks it. don't like that. Yeah. I like the House of Fucking Horrors match. Amazing, right? So <laughs> so I I want like him to like. So I remember when I was a kid. Uh, the first wrestling match I ever saw was yeah. uh, Undertaker versus like Chris Bell, like some jobber, right? And um, he 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 tombstoned him, put him in a body bag, and like dragged him out of the ring in the body bag. And I'm eight years old, and I'm like, I'll love this forever, right? And I do to right. this day. So with Aleister Black, I, I want to see him black massing people. The lights go out. They come back up and they're just gone out of the ring. I want shit like that. I want him being this like, the I absolve you of your sins and like judging like he's there as this sort of uh, reckoning yeah. for uh, people's actions where he walks this middle path and he's just judging like you know you're you know Randy Orton you've been betraying people I'm gonna black mass you and and but you're, but you're forgiven. Do you think he should be kind of like a like a kind of like Spacey and Seven? Yeah, something like without the pedophilia. Me, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, something. Because, yeah, like, that's the problem with he, Bray Wyatt. He, he, should, have, he should have a... The problem with Bray Wyatt is that he didn't make sense. He, but you've said it before. Is that he didn't have a mission statement. He's too big for wrestling. Like, why would this character give a fuck about wrestling? Like, he belongs in right. True Detective. So one thing about... I think... Uh, what's what, what, uh, I was listening back to my interview, actually, with Dolph Ziggler. Uh -huh. Sometimes I listen back, and, uh, man, I, I listen back, and I'm like, ah, I wish I... Did this differently, that differently, and you have a guy in there. I mean, I'll be able to get him back, but anyway, one thing I, he told me is that Drew McIntyre is legitimately like dead set on wiping away any kind of uh, uh, like in the back, like any kind of laziness on that roster, right? That's his whole thing. He's like, I work like a fucking like. It, it, there's too much complacency in this place, right. and people getting rewarded who don't deserve it, and that's his thing. He has a Drew has an actual mission statement that's right. very cool. Now, obviously, WB has veered away from it. It's similar to if you're an improv head and listen to this pod. It's like when a second beat floats into the of, is a vaguer version of the second beat. Right. You're playing a, a a less specific game than you established in the first beat. Right. That's like all right. Here's what's cool about Drew. Now it's just he's tough and big. Mm -hmm. 
But that's not exactly his thing. Now, in wrestling, it, it translates a little differently. Alistair Black needs to come in with a mission, is my point. Yes. And his yeah. mission, I love that. His mission should just be like, I don't like you. I don't like what you stand for. Yeah. And he, he needs to be a good guy. Yes. He needs to be a good guy. Yeah. He is a good person. Like, he, he is a good guy. A scary good guy is really. Yes. La- are, there, are there any? No. Uh, no, and I, I think it's because it's too easy to make him a heel because he's scary looking. Right. Right? So, yeah, it's obviously he has to be a face, and he's a natural And he face. shouldn't be going after titles at first. Mm-hmm. I, I think he should be in the heavy—I mean, heavyweight picture, meaning he should be like uh, like a, an, an A-tier wrestler right away. And he should come in, but I think he should come in, and he should be— uh, 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 You know, I said Bray Wyatt would be cool when he was a heel. He should be like the cancer in WWE, like have a kind of like a Joker role, uh, even though— if you look at Char- Charlotte Flair's Instagram, she had an exact Joker quote. It was really corny. Yeah. Just not even in quotes and not even crediting the Heath Ledger Joker. You know the quote where he's like, their morals, their code. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? It, it's all a big joke. Like, yeah. they'll literally eat each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're like, don't, don't just... Put that. And then she had another one that was like, y'all keep messing around, turn me back to the old me, like that Eminem. Uh-huh. Or is that Dr. Dre? The Dr. Dre in, yeah. in that song uh, next episode, I think. Anyway, it doesn't no, matter. It's, it's no, forgot I about forgot Dre. about Dre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about Dre. But I knew it was a song with Eminem. At, like, just quoting that, like, corny. Yeah. But tapping into that energy and maybe peppering in a line, I dig that. But he has to, he should come in and be, like, actually the force for good. Like, a yes. disciple, the disciple of right and wrong. But maybe he could, what's badass about him is that he, he's a vigilante in a way. Like, the Sting kind of, maybe that Sting kind of role Ooh, would work yeah. really nice for him. Yeah. I actually think Alistair could pull off the rafters gimmick. Yeah. Like hanging, like not coming down on. on hanging on, upside down like a bat. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But it'd be cool if you saw him like just sitting, uh, not Indian style. What do you call that? Cross-legged. 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 Yeah. You know, guys, I know it's offensive to it's call Indian style. It's I understand indigenous that. people style. I understand that. Yeah, Native American style. Like, indigenous I understand people that. style. Yeah, indigenous. <laughs> I understand that. But the reason that these things had nicknames is to make them easier to say than cross-legged. Yeah. You sit Anyway, so we got to find new ones. At least let's replace these. But the next thing that will be deemed offensive down the line yeah. uh, is sit like cross-legged. Right. I see him sitting, like, sitting cross-legged like... Uh, just, uh, you know, they're like during a match, you just see him looking on mm-hmm. cross-legged. You know what I mean? Like being like, oh, he's eyeing up his target. He doesn't like something. Yeah. And then you reveal that like Ray Mysterio is cheating on his wife and right. he doesn't <laughs> like that. So anyway, let's, all right, let's move off yeah, Alistair yeah. just for this time. But you, th- I think that that finish and Alistair Black as a wrestler is a perfect encapsulation of modern day wrestling. He's the new Undertaker. Yeah. And if you want to tell people, what do you like about wrestling? What's so good about it now? I think actually you don't show them Ricochet. I think you show them Alistair. Uh, 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 I think because Ricochet will just, be, will translate as Cirque du Soleil mm-hmm. as a character. Cirque du Ricochet. Cirque du Ricochet. Um, anyway, uh, one last thing I want to say about uh, War Games is, uh, bro. <laughs> uh, we got we got Matt Riddle, and I got this guy's song in my head. <laughs> All, like it's like kind of like a gin and juice sound alike. It's like a you know a West Side. And um, I was bummed live that I didn't get to see uh, Ono versus Riddle. Oh, you like, missed it. No, it was just a squash. Oh, I, I wanted wow, to see wow, Chris wow. Hero. I, I like. I think Chris Hero is a great wrestler. Yeah, I really love his work. I mean, obviously, I see why they don't call him up, and I see why he's in the Jabron Zone. He's not particularly. He he's not found it. Well, that and I think he's. I think he has a job. He has a dual role. Needs a Vader mask. But yeah, yes. But he has a dual. He's the job of the stars. He's the guy. He gets. He's the. He's the guy who gets the new talent over. Yeah, but yeah, he has a dual role at the performance center because he's training them too. Right. 
so he's I think he probably is like I'm gonna take if I were him and I, there's no shame in this game it's paycheck take the paycheck fucking have an easier lifestyle yeah train people yeah yeah fuck traveling he, yeah fuck that anyway let's move on here uh, let's take a cash in on and take over what up Jeroniacs this is Neil Parrish aka Parmesan Cena aka the Oval Team Dream calling in from the West Westchester County New York Hoagie Shop a uh, couple things, awesome scene, Cal Nation represent Survivor Series weekend. And Dan, got a question for you about NXT. After another great NXT takeover, I want to know if you think this is the best and possibly deepest NXT squad they had over the last few years. I thought NXT takeover uh, surpassed Survivor Series in terms of entering action, crowd psychology, and drama. But that's just me. want to know what you think. Cheers up. Yo, cheers up. I I love how you can tell somebody's from the East Coast because they start a list with a couple things. Uh, We got to order that U-bolt for the... uh, (laughs) Couple (laughs) things, dude. (laughs) I got a couple things, bro, and checklist style. And they always think they're going to start with number one, but they start at number three for no reason. (laughs) (laughs) That's me. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, I'm down here at the shop. A couple things. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, Neil Parrish, uh, 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 first off, cheers up. Um, and happy Thanksgiving. Uh, d- this is by far the yeah. deepest NXT roster ever, and that's crazy to say because when I when we were when I was in San Jose for thirty one, mm-hmm. I sat front row, and I was like, man, like I don't know if NXT will ever be this good again. They keep they keep defying the brain drain. Like yeah. they keep losing stars and then somehow getting better. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, no, yeah, that, that's my, that's my answer. My answer is like, yes, this roster is so deep, yeah. you can call up the whole roster easily. And uh, we talked about it last week. I don't even know what you exactly do with it. Actually, I want to pivot this into talking about Velveteen Dream. And by the way, for anyone who's given us shit for not covering NXT, we've covered NXT more on this app than <laughs> anything else. So I just want to say, but uh, it was an exciting week for NXT. And again, you know how I like my takeovers uh, they're like quarterly check-ins with NXT and this one was a ama- well earnings are up baby <laughs> and uh <laughs> so yeah i want to talk about velveteen dream quick velveteen dream obviously amazing uh talent i i i have a hot kind of i uh, you tell me if it's a hot take I mean, you might agree i don't know first off i'm excited i'm glad he didn't win the belt i don't think he's ready for the NXT title Weirdly, I do think he could be ready for main roster, which doesn't really make sense. Mm-hmm. But in terms of the dream gimmick, I, I I think he can work on it more. And I think part of him working on that gimmick more is dropping the cosplay. I, I, I'm not into it. Yeah. I think the he, he dressed like Hogan last time, and now he's dressed like Hollywood. It's cool. It's a fun nod. It's fun. I'm not saying he shouldn't ever do it again. Mm-hmm. But I, I want to see what, first off, I want to know what the dream is a little more, mm-hmm. and I think he's figuring it out. And I think, I think it, he is doing like the Velveteen Dream experience. Like that is cool. I'm like, I think the Velveteen Dream experience being I dress up like a like a different wrestler every time I enter is not an experience well, I'm he, not into. It's not every time he enters. It's just for takeovers. No, but it's for takeovers. But in terms of NXT, those matches matter the most. That's when you're getting the most eyes. It's the, it is the check in. Right. Show me your progress from this quarter. Right. And to me, it's like, oh, this is what he does, and it's like, call me up, Vince. All that stuff. You know, I I don't think, especially if you want to look at Vince, you want to get his eye. What is the what, show me that interest matters a lot. Now it is fun. I think I don't like his music personally. No? I like 
I don't. Uh, I think it's uh, it's cool that it's different. I like that it's like kind of like a funk genre or whatever. D R E A M. Yeah, I love it. I think that I would like to see him. I know I want him to go further into the Prince thing. I'm not saying he should be a Prince knockoff, but imagine again. I want us to fuck with genres and your expectations. Like yeah. that's how the whole like you're out of touch thing started. The whole uh, you know. Because I was like, that's a song where I was like, I would enter to that. Yeah. Like, I think you could say fuck you to what you're supposed to enter to. Like, a couple of songs that I really, that I think are cool that say fuck you to the class. Like, NXT entrance musics are almost all, like, that metal. What do you call that kind of metal? Metalcore. Like, it's they're all, everyone is that. Well, Roddy, Roddy Strong, uh, Shannon Baszler, uh, Pete Dunne, all of their. Yeah, Keith Lee's song was, like, all, like pretty generic to me mm. also. But uh, Matt Riddle's song's great. Yeah. Uh, and it, I just love it. Just goes, bro. <laughs> I've came. We're I've, chilling in LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Matt Riddle, I think is is uh, gonna be in NXT for. I think he's gonna be in NXT for six months. Is my call. Yeah. I think he's gonna. I think they're. Just, I think Vince is just gonna be like, I like that guy. Yeah. I, I, that's my prediction. Like a uh, like a Kevin Owens style run. Yeah. Well, he yeah. reminds me of like a Von Erich or something. Like the, right. The, he just looks like this classic wrestler. Yeah. He. I mean, he looks awesome. And also the bro thing is super authentic. Yeah. I, I was critical of the bro thing at first because I in the indies I was like, but then just giving the little mic time he's at in NXT, I was like, uh, the king of bros. It's <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, and I love that he's in incredible shape. Yeah, oh and he 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 plays to the camera so well. Like he 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 really is like he's a guy. He's ready to go. Mm -hmm. He's ready to go in that way where like he might be better off just going to the he uh, six months here max. I, I that's my opinion. Yeah, uh, they're probably going to want to give him a title run and push him and whatever, and that's their whole process. But I don't know. So, um, what was I saying? Oh, dream. Like, I think in terms of uh, uh, genres, I'm like, I would love to see him come out to, like, a Purple Rain-esque song. Come out having the have the opening be an experience, his entrance right. be an experience. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I see it, like, fake raining on him. <laughs> like, stuff like that where you're like, oh, my God. Like, and he gets in your head with the whole entrance and he really, like, psychs you out. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think it could be, like, something like that. And mess with holograms. Like, shit where I'm like, oh, he's a real, like, like a elusive pop star. Yeah. Something like that. But right now, it's like, oh, I dress like Hogan. Like, by the way, I dress like Hogan. <laughs> like, I'm expecting him to do better shit than what I do. I'd love to come out fucking play the piano. <laughs> I don't know, like, 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 have a guitar solo playing and he's licking the guitar. Like, I don't know. I'm just spitballing shit. I don't know if that totally is on brand, but push it. Go further. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely some envelope. The envelope has, there's some edges that need to be discovered in his yeah. envelope. For sure, I uh, yeah, like I like if he gets like when he gets hit, he like makes sounds like Prince, like like ah, <laughs> he's like weird yeah. like. No, I love that. Yeah, he, like he, lean into it. But he's not. He, Champa deserved to win. Yeah, well, yeah, and I mean, I think that's kind of that's kind of like he never wins uh, in big big matches. No, Velveteen Dream, uh, and I guess the dreams the experience is it's he like only no matter, beat EC three right. That was right. it. Yeah, yeah, like if I win, like it doesn't matter if I win or lose. Like you're still here to see me and be an experience me which is right. to a degree very true <laughs> yo let me tell you something about this podcast okay uh this podcast is pretty organic like i have things i want to talk about but i but we follow where we go yeah. and nxt is naturally dominating the conversation so that that and also in the cash-ins most of these cash-ins are about nxt yeah but here's a dream cash-in 
What's up, Cow Nation? This is Aaron Whitelaw. Nicoy Boy. All the big news got out of work, found out we hit 100. Good work, everyone. I'm proud of every one of you. <laughs> but everyone should get one of those Patreon hoodies. It's a great design. I just got, I just ordered mine. Uh, I know it's been a big week, but I figured I had a question for you guys. So I was watching Velveteen Dream on Saturday at TakeOver. He was amazing. And I was just wondering what can the WWE do to protect him when he comes up to the main roster and make sure he he uh, doesn't run into the same problems that some of the other people coming up to the main roster have gone into. I know we've talked before about how, like, when CM Punk came to ECW, he had those vignettes. Should they do something like that? Because I'm just afraid a character like that may not do as well with the mainstream audience. I mean, I believe in him as a, as a person, but... I don't know if I believe in the WWE main roster doing what they should with that character. I just am afraid of uh, the eventual put him being put into a tag team with gold dust called like Shattered Velveteen Dreams Productions. <laughs> I, mean, I don't want that to happen, but uh, once again, <laughs> that's a great that call. Cheers yeah. up. Cheers up, obviously. Hey, yeah, uh, uh, thanks for ordering your hoodie, dude. Uh, I think you're going to be really happy with that. By the way, one note about the hoodie, that the title is going to be printed the same size as the WCW title. <laughs> I've been very clear. That's part of why I don't like to throw up shirts on Pro Wrestling Tees. We make a couple more bucks when I uh, when I print them myself, right. but I also like interacting with you guys, talking to you guys, and then I also like that the when I print them myself, the company that I deal with, puts up with a lot of my bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> like last time I was like, I sent him pictures of the NWO logo. I sent him a bunch of pictures and was like, look, it has to be printed like this size, right? Don't want it. And then I gave actual measurements of my NWO shirt. Mm -hmm. And uh, 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 yeah. So anyway, similar thing where I, I uh, have the, uh, I held the title up to my shirt like this. See? <laughs> like, yeah. Anyway, so uh, it'll be approximately that size. But yeah, so we talked about the dream. I mean, come up. The, the dream is in a good spot. Uh, to be a heel or a face. See, yeah. like where Bobby Roode was in trouble is that he only works as a heel, and they decided his music's face. He'll sell merch face. They wanted him face. Uh, Vince is probably just like not that into it for whatever reason. So um, I think, uh, yeah. Let me know what you think about this for the Velveteen Dream. Maybe it could be that he's there. Uh, he's redefining what it means to be a man. Where he's like, this is the new masculinity. Like right. you guys, like like Drew, Drew McIntyre. We, we kind of just gave that to Alistair, also. Uh, not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not yeah. In a way. Well, maybe they, maybe wrestling just needs way, that in general. They need it. They need it. It's not a big deal. You're yeah. Right. So I mean, like he's like there. He's like Drew McIntyre. I see you. You're calling out the locker room. Blah blah blah. But it's like you know, I am like I am I am I'm more evolved. Absolutely. Than you are. I mean, ideally, it'd be cool if, like, one week Alistair comes down with a dude and the next week he comes out with a woman. <laughs> like, like, yeah. He's just, like, like, satanic. He's completely fluid. So I'm watching, I was watching uh, Sabrina. <laughs> I, I meant Dream, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, no, but no, no, but I think Alistair yeah. Black, it works too because yeah. he, I was watching uh, uh, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. It's on Netflix. Check it out. It's great. Uh, <laughs> Come on, no, bro. Don't throw it. We need, listen. Bro. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we need a new, I mean, we need a new sponsor. You can't be just giving away Netflix plugs. Uh, well, no, well, yeah, you throw a little crumbs and they'll come. They'll be like, oh, yeah, no, we'll, we'll sponsor. Yo, Netflix, sponsor the show already. This yeah. is ridiculous. So, but in that, in that, there's like like the witches and shit, like all those like demonic yeah. people are 
they're just having orgies, like bisexual everything. So I think it would work with Aleister Black too. But yeah, uh, Velveteen Dream should like kind of call out the sort of uh, the status quo in that way. I think that would help. Yeah, I think so. I um, I uh, I think that would be really cool, and I think that would really work. Um, they just gotta yeah. be brave enough to do it. All right, for time, let's move on off the dream. Okay, so let's talk about Daniel Bryan quick. Cool. Uh, so the, let's talk about the new Daniel Bryan. Uh, so listen, uh, Daniel Bryan, look, his match against Lesnar I thought was fantastic. Incredible. Uh, you thought it was incredible? I got so worked. We all were like, this I, sucks. I love They're just going to have to squash uh, DB because it doesn't, because we're like, it doesn't matter because he's a heel, so he can lose. Yeah. Uh, 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 and, uh, and and I and I was like yeah so he can lose doesn't really matter you know like like they're like he's a heel so he can you know anyway but then he put up a great fight we yeah. were like maybe they'll let him beat him because we don't know what Lesnar's deal is right now yeah and we know DB's here to stay and then ultimately it was that outcome where he did lose and we knew he could lose but he did it in an awesome way and he was laughing when he lost yeah yeah, yeah I think he um, people were saying that it looked like a match that he probably wrote. Just because of the of that of the like the nature of like the drawing us in with it going one way and then swerving it uh, the expectations, but yeah, I I got completely worked. It was a great feeling. Yeah, so I thought that match was amazing. So let's talk about the Daniel Bryan. Like, check it out. It's some vintage Daniel Bryan. Just you see the the guy. He's going full on maniac. He's wrestling. I got like I said, it. There's a fire. He's excited what he's doing. So we got him. He came out dressed like Kurt Cobain, uh, <laughs> and then. I liked this promo he cut, but I'm not sure why. I don't think it was particularly great. I know some people dug it. We were all mixed on it. Uh, look, Daniel Bryan's always going to have a little bit of a, we're trying to like what he does. He's a wrestler who gets the benefit of the doubt because people love DB. Uh, I know you're not a big DB. Uh, uh, you're not You're not like, a, you like Daniel Bryan, but you're not a big mark. Uh, you're right. not like a hardcore DB mark. Yeah, I didn't get into him with the yes movement. Yeah, it was a lot of filler in this promo. It wasn't exact. It was again, like I'm a, it was again a little too, I'm a bad guy because I'm a bad guy for me. Yeah. Um, as opposed to what I was talking about, more nuance, which is like I, he's hitting people in the nuts and he's like battling me. And this is what I stand for, but winning feels so good. But this was like, he said, like Lesnar beat the weakness out of him. He said the yes movement is dead. He was talking in the third person and he called himself the new Daniel Bryan. But the promo was a little like, the acting was not, his acting was not, yeah. not 10 out of 10. You know, he wasn't like fully selling you on like I've snapped. And again, that's because pimping someone into pulling the I snapped gimmick is a lot to ask from someone. And you got Daniel Bryan, Charlotte, and Dean Ambrose pulling the I snapped gimmick. And uh, the only one who pulled it off was Becky. And the reason that she pulled it off is because she actually didn't snap. I mean, I'm heel turn wise. The one who's pulling off their heel turn the most is because it wasn't I snapped. It was I've been wrong. Like, mm. I've been slighted. Uh, Daniel Bryan's storyline is I uh, he, his writing is like the snap makes total sense, but he's not saying he's not saying the things he need to say. Just like Dean Ambrose is not saying the things I need to say. Where Charlotte is just kind of like I snapped, and actually the writing makes fluid sense. But Daniel Bryan is like he's he's just like he's just he's not saying like I was losing and yeah. I was trying to be the old me and you know he had the whole thing with Bree and then it just he's just yeah. I have a hunch, yeah, and you're probably not going to like this, and I don't know if I would either, but I have a hunch that um, Matt Hardy is going to come back, and it's we're gonna it's gonna be broken broken Daniel Bryan. 
I think they're really? gonna, I think they're going to try to fold that into what's happening now. Yeah, it's just a hunch I have. Uh, 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 really? I, yeah. I, ooh, I mean, because be on Twitter and like social media, Matt Hardy was like, uh, "This Brock versus Brian match is very interesting to me, or I'm very intrigued by it." And uh, it, it just kind of—I don't know—it smells like it. It smells like it's going to be broken, Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Um, okay, that'd be. In- I mean, I, I'd be interested to see where that goes. I think they'll probably keep him on his own, but we'll see where it goes. But yeah, I mean, Daniel Bryan. I think the match was incredible. We will get to see Daniel Bryan wrestle. You know, I I, I like he's doing like, psyching out the yes chance. I'm just excited to see where it goes. The I wish the promo moved me the way I wanted to be moved. Yeah, I wanted to see him. Like a little more of fuck you to the audience. I think he could have just came out. I think better than this promo. It was a very meandering. It was like time filling. If he just came out and he just said the yes movement is dead mm-hmm. and walked away, that would have been more effective and got what you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So it was like there were nice. Th- my point is that's a line he did say. There were nice things in here, but the promo was a little. Um, uh, the 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 promo was a little. Um, just meandering. That's yeah, all. and I think it's because they have, when you have two hours to fill, you can't just give, you know, when you're writing a sketch or you're writing jokes, you're trying to get the idea out in as little words as possible. Right. Um, but when you have two hours to fill, you can't do that because all of everything they say can be distilled into a few sentences and it would be way more effective dramatically. Right. Uh, but they can't because they got to fill two hours or three hours sometimes. Right. Right. So anyway, uh, let's move on to let's just see. Where, I'm just want to see where this DB thing goes. We haven't really seen him touch AJ yet. Yeah, I'm on uh, board. He had this Lesnar match, which was kind of just like you know, let's. It, it's not part of the storyline. They're on separate shows, so it's kind of like let's see where this DB thing goes. Yeah, let's ride it out. Um, I I have some faith in it. I think the thing to talk about is kind of like this Miz face <laughs> turn. Is very much already happening in an interesting way, where the audience, like, it feels like the the universe is kind of like already, uh, 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 like the universe is like ahead of the face turn. Of course, uh, like yeah, yeah, he yeah. came out to do Miz TV and he was still saying heel things, yeah. but the audience was loved him. Yeah, but it's L.A. right, so it's super marky. Like, yeah, but I've been to shows in L.A. I, I don't think we've ever loved the Miz. Uh, Wait no, he had a moment where he was like, "I live in no, no, no." no. Good to be when home. he was in Cleveland, uh-huh. he said, "I live in L.A. now." Yeah. to try to get heel heat. So I guess sometimes he de- gets the face heat there. I don't he know. doesn't even. He lives in Austin. <laughs> but it is cool. I feel like the the wrestling the storyline. They're like, "Oh, Miz must be face now." So I do feel like part of the crowd is like doing almost that improv thing of like, "Hey, give your scene partner what they want." Like the the universe is like, "All right, well, we we know we've all we've been liking Miz for a while even though he's been dissing on us. We haven't actually hated him." Right. We see him like as this new dad who's like a loving husband, father. Right. I think people are ready to cheer him and I think they're jumping the gun. That's oh, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll see when he goes to another town. I might be wrong. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it could all be different uh, this time next week. Because he did, like, put over a jobber. <laughs> like, uh, that was really funny. Yeah, it was pretty funny. It is funny. It doesn't matter if he loses. By the way, one thing I didn't mention about uh, SmackDown is Becky fined Charlotte $100,000. Or Stephanie. Or somebody. No, Paige did. Oh, Paige Sorry. did, yeah. Paige did. And, uh, 
Was it twenty thousand per ref? One hundred thousand, yeah, twenty thousand per ref. <laughs> I love when they talk about money. Yeah, I actually think it helped. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Charlotte was like, "Oh no, whoa, whoa!" Like she wasn't like, "I have that money." I, in my head, I was like, "Is that a lot of money for yeah. her?" I'm going to overdraw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she, I, I think like money is like a great way to sanction shit. Yeah. I like bringing up money. The ultimate motivator. And it could still be like cartoonish amounts, like one hundred thousand or whatever. But real fighting, you get fined for stuff. Being yeah. fined is cool. I like that they talked about. Corey Graves brought up uh, Lashley's purse recently. Yeah. He was like, oh, cheating. He's going to lose his purse for the night, but it looks like he doesn't care. It's cool. I, I, I again, think we can handle talking a little bit. And it also colors what we talk about. Like, what is the kayfabe nature of this company? Like, it is like, so it's a place now. We, we can have it be a place where these, these weirdos come to fight for money. Right. And if you do good, you get paid. If you cheat, you don't, you know, but you show up at the arena like a fucking weirdo, and we'll put you in the ring, right. and we'll pay you. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about one more thing, and then we got to get out of here because it's yeah. Thanksgiving Wednesday here, and uh, we got to get to the huggy gobble, shop. Gobble, gobble, we. Gobble, gobble, we. Gobble, yeah. Gobble, gobble, we. I think this Dean Ambrose heel turn Ugh. has been a, a complete snooze fest. Yes. I, I think actually this week the writing was flat out terrible. Yeah. I'm a little disappointed. At, flat out Terrible. Mm. I think the smell goof. Did you like you're an Ambrose Mark? The smell goof. I think he did well with what he had, but it's like, why is he doing like 1980s fucking heel stuff? Like, oh, this town smells, and you, you know, pencil nicked, you greasy South Florida sweat hogs, like all that stuff. It's not his character. He keeps edging toward right. like the being pissed off, like, don't call me a lunatic. I'm not crazy. Like, that feels like there's some light at the end of that tunnel. But, yeah, it's just it's so vague. And, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I just don't I like need him, it. I need him to do George the Animal. I need him shave the eyebrows, have weird slices in your hair, come out chewing a fucking cushion. Like, that's what I want. Well, I'm going to be flat straight up. And I know this is like, I'm going to, this is not, I'm going to eat these words maybe. Hopefully I do eat these words. I don't think there's anything this guy can do for me to like him. I haven't liked him in any iteration of him except for the original Shield, yeah. where I saw a lot of promise in him. And then Rollins and, and I guess not Reigns, but Rollins quickly surpassed him and gave me what I was looking for from that role when he right. was architect. And then I just have not been into Dean Ambrose at all. I mean, I, I think he all right. A couple things he does: he toes the line between funny and serious. Mm. You can't you you can't be cool guy but also goof guy like you don't get to you don't get to keep you don't get to keep your cool if yeah. you're going to be a goof abs or funny pick one it's like that right yeah. <laughs> it's like oh i'm cool but then it's like are you funny or not like i'm very confused are you brooding right. angry are you actually angry the smell gag does not fit the tone of a guy who's like lighting shit on fire right. hiding it's like I, I i think it's all over the map i'm not saying they won't figure it out i know i will i won't be a, an ambrose mark probably right. ever right. personally uh again never say never right I, I i i didn't love becky's steampunk shit i was very critical of that so he could definitely find something i think any there's all always writing for for there's always room for talent he's obviously a talented guy but so he's falling into the bray zone for me yeah he's saying like okay like like how i i said my note for myself is how could i care less about this match than champa gargano mm -hmm. like i'm watching these guys for way longer and on the main roster. And I the Chapa Gargano brother feud was like way hurt me more. Yeah. Like I felt that way more. Uh 
And we know Ambrose is not going to beat Rollins up as hard as Ciampa and Gargano beat each other up, right? right. So we know we're not going to. We know we've did. Ambrose is not showing us that Moxley, Moxley hardcore. We're not going to get it. No. So it has to come from the storytelling, and uh, like he, he Ambrose was pushing things like, "Yo, the Shield, we were rotten for to the core, and we'll pay for it, right?" And then he said, <laughs> "Roman." We're all gonna have to answer for it. Roman is the answer to the man upstairs, dude. I screamed. And what's worse is you have to answer to me. I screamed into my hands for thirty seconds straight when he said that. So did you not like it? I couldn't believe he said it. Yeah. See, that's what I liked it because I was like, "Yo, in, in terms of More, wrestling, yeah." I'm like, "Go for it." I'm. Sure we know. We know that uh, again. It has to be done well. It it is worth it here. Yeah. Like I I was critical back in the day of Paige talking about Charlotte's dead brother. Because I was like, it felt like, I'm sure Charlotte was cool with it, but it felt like cheap, cheap. Yeah. It was like, it didn't fit the Paige character. It was very just random. It was like, let's get heat to get heat. This is like, talking about Roman's illness is fair game here yeah. for this story. It involves both of these guys and them both taking it differently. Yeah. But yeah. what they're doing is they're just like throwing a bunch of things and seeing if they stick, but at the expense of the other one. Yeah. If you say a line that's as deep as like, we are sinners, or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like we are bad people, and people don't see what we did behind the scenes. Uh, 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 telling us that like something, the shield were something was going on there. Mm -hmm. That Ambrose is actually the good guy, yeah. and is conflicted about. Like they have like a like some kind of drug ring or some shit, right? Yeah. What is and he's like and, and then using Reigns' shoot sickness and being like this is what it is then. And being like, th th this is why he's answering to his maker, and worse, you have to answer to me. That's too serious for the smell gag. The smell gag. Yes. And you better answer those questions. Yeah, and it's it's like in an improv scene. Right? It's like they, they they, that's enough, right? That's like such a good um, premise for a character is that he's he's conflicted that you know they did all this stuff that we don't know about and they're not great people and so they're paying the price. And it's like in an improv scene when you blow past the first unusual thing and you're just adding, adding adding more stuff onto it, thinking you're going to find the thing. It's like, right. and, and you would, you as a coach would probably stop the scene and be like, pause. Like you, you said the thing seven lines ago. Right. So let's focus on what does that mean? Like what is that you're, you're making sure that the shield pays for what, you know, or, or you know, what's it? Uh, atones for their sins. Right. Uh, so yeah, they just got to simplify it, bring it back to that and start from there. Right. What, what is that? Yeah. Again, it's intriguing. All, all the, you're like, go, go with that. Again, I mean, look, the writing I had was, I was excited about Ambrose's heel turn. I knew he would let me down. I just, <laughs> I just, I just knew it. And, and the look, he looks like a boy band guy, but he, like, I, I, I just, I, I'm sorry. I'm not, I, it's like, it's just, it's, it's, I, I'm, if anyone likes this, I, even, even they interviewed Renee and she was like, I don't, I thought actually this was cool. She was like, I don't agree, but I understand it. She kind of took his side a little bit. I thought yeah. that was pretty slick. She's like, I don't like his behavior, but like, I understand where he's coming from. I, uh, <laughs> Mind telling us, Renee? <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. The burn it down on the door. That was like, everything was like a different genre. So you're weird. right. I mean, you're, you said it. Like, it's just, I, I'm sorry. What did the shield do? Yeah. That should be more like, uh, I, I could see them dropping it. So I'm. I'm weren't they, were, wasn't the shield conceived originally as like, they were like a branch of the authority, right? Right, right. right. So it's like, yeah, we were never good guys. Right. And so there's something there. Hopefully they don't drop it. Mole, if you're listening. 
Like, don't drop that. That's but he didn't the say, thing. I'm gonna like you, and you know what it is, and yeah. you don't want me to say it. And then Rollins didn't go like, don't say it, man. That, yeah, like, but there's still a chance. Hope. I mean, they're not gonna do it, but that's the thing. Right. And they blew past it. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I was enjoying it, but it was it was uh, the smell bit. I thought, oh, he smells like L.A. fakeness. I mean, is smelling here. Also, also. L.A. smells. Yeah. It's not incorrect. <laughs> well, you're selling me more on it than he did. I, 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 I don't even know what to say here except for, I mean, I've said it all, but I just, I didn't like this at all. Yeah. And I hate being negative in such a positive week, yeah. but it was like, some of this stuff was like, What's I'm just a negative? bad guy it's to be just, a bad guy. It's just constructive. People it's not that, And people are down on the product. And right now, in a way, there's a lot of great shit happening. There's enough, there's way more, there's way more than enough good stuff yeah. for you to go away. Don't get, Becky's hurt. So that kind of put a, that was the hottest thing going in wrestling. And we got a, a fire. We, we, they, you know, that fire has been put uh, 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 on the side for now. You know what I mean? But uh, there's still good shit coming, you know? Yeah. I mean, now our next pay per view is going to be TLC, which yeah. is when? Two weeks. Two weeks? Isn't it soon? So I was like, isn't it already December? Yeah. I'll look it up. Yeah. All right. Well, whatever. Yeah. When, when is that? The, all right. I'm shocked. I figured they'd just go right to Royal Rumble. It's not until January. Yeah. I guess it's probably going to be. Yeah. They'll do a mid-December pay-per-view and then they'll do end of January. They'll have a nice big gap. Sunday, till December 16th. But everybody relax. We don't. Do, I see people on the Facebook page flipping out. I'm losing interest. Before you know it, we're going to have the Royal Rumble. Okay? And don't yeah. worry. This podcast will always be fun. If you don't want to watch a week, listen to the podcast, right? Be at the Haggy Shop. Right? Just you know, focus on the bread, maybe. We can stop burning all the hoagie bread. I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, stop heating up your hoagies, by the way. Absolutely. Hoagies are supposed to be cold. They're cold-cut sandwiches. Stop yeah, you, heating them up. You guys got to yeah, you got to stop putting these hoagies down the Quizno, uh, the Quizno toaster. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, and it has to be open-faced. Don't just put the whole, don't jam the whole sandwich in. It's not going to go down the conveyor belt. Anyway, you, 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 I mean, you know this. You, you should know better. Yeah, there was orientation. All right, let's play one last cash in because too low and it says very short. All right, All right too low says very short. Let's let's let's. I like that he goes very short, very short. Oh, you wrote that. Ten oh one p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Tiptoe with too low live Survivor Series. Holy motherfucking shit! All right, you heard it from Tulo here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, great job, man. man. Bro. Okay, so <laughs> good, we got that. So anyway, listen, a lot of good stuff to come under the surface here. You know, uh, Strowman's hurt, by the way. So, uh, um, we, uh, oh, owie! Stro- Wait, oh, damn! Oh, uh, Brom, we were about to end the show. No, but look, I got, I got a boo boo on my finger. Wait, I heard that. Wait, Strowman, thanks for popping by. Uh, yeah, I saw that. You actually heard it says here that you had a nagging uh, surgery uh, uh, injury, and you said I, I can't. You said I can't hurt my fingers, which I thought was very surprising because you're normally like monster among men. Get these hands, and then you're talking about your hand not having feeling in your hands. Yeah, we uh, smashed my head, and now I can't feel my fingies. Yeah, your fingies. My little fingies are hurt. Your finger, dude. I mean, that's not that's a very cutesy way to talk about your my, fingers. I got a boo boo on my hands. Yeah, I okay. Owie. <laughs> yeah, Eric Strowman, man. You're the monster among men. You yeah, s- I am, and you're gonna get these hands. Okay. And uh, but after they stop hurting so much, cause they hurt. Yeah. Okay. You, uh, I, <laughs> yeah. It seems like you're you're kind of hugging yourself here. Oh, I need I need a glass of warm milk. 
I'm yeah. hurt. Okay, no, do we have any milk here? Can I get him some milk? This guy's bumming me out, man. Yeah. Owie. No, I don't have any milk. Oh, Newman, you're here? Yeah, I'm standing right. Yeah, I'm behind oh, him. Oh, oh my god, he's so big that I'm. You're I'm never here him. when well, yeah, the first it's time. Crazy. Yeah, yeah well, but he's bumming me out. Yeah, I mean, he's, yeah, I mean. So Strowman, listen, you're oh. hurt. When are you going to be coming back into action? I don't know. I have to talk to my mom first. Make sure I'm okay to come back in the ring. Your mom? Yeah, my mama says that I can't get hurt no more. Wait, you asked for permission from your mom to wrestle? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, more guys, more guys do than you would think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, well, you know what? Touche, touche, Strowman, touche. And we, you know, we're we're working on that. But uh, <laughs> I need a bandaid for my fingers. All right. Well, did Barrett Corbin upset you this week? And Stephanie kind of, she kind of like went back on her promise a little bit. But yeah, they made, they made normally Strowman is smiley face. They made Strowman unhappy face. Oh, okay. All right. You sound like a second grader here. I mean... Dude, I made a hand turkey for Thanksgiving. Yeah, I see that. I see that. There's blood look, all over this hand turkey. Look, hand turkeys. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Look, Strowman, look. Just tell me, when you're all healed up, uh -huh. you got your title shot coming up at Royal Rumble, probably you'll be able to blow through Corbin. It seems like he's a, he's a little bit of a jobber, let's be honest. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do when you get your hands finally on Brock Lesnar? What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna hurt that bad man. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna make him feel the bad feelings that I feel from my hurt fingies. Yeah, okay. And then I'm gonna go to Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, Strowman, look, you gotta get out of here, man. <laughs> you gotta get out of here. You gotta get out of here. Well, look, it's nice Strowman stopped by right man, at the end God, here. Oh my God, he's riding a Fisher Price. Yeah, I mean, it's the oh, biggest Fisher that. Price I've ever enormous. seen. Oh, the size like, of a Hummer. That's unbelievable. The, the big wheel. It's unbelievable. Wow. Anyway, all right. Well, Strowman, I mean, way to take that. I kind of like that this Strowman Corbin match coming up is like uh, it has stakes on both sides. You know, yeah. one person gets he uh, will get to be like the GM, and one gets the title shot. So I think that's pretty cool. I dig that. So anyway, that's our episode for this week, guys. I want to tell everybody, gobble, gobble, gobble we. we happy Thanksgiving. Um, uh, remember, uh, oh my, yeah. Uh, <laughs> remember, uh, we hit a hundred patrons. Thank you guys so much for doing that. And like, this is just a tip. Of the iceberg, uh, the iceberg, man, <laughs> tough day, tough day, tip of the iceberg for what we're going to be doing here. So, uh, thank you so much for your support. Continue considering supporting this show. We are grassroots and we got big things coming up in the pipeline. We're always ahead of the curve here. We got more things coming. And remember, you guys have earned this 925 eight-hour cow episode, eight hours of cow. Spend your full workday at the Huggy Shop with cow. Sit down at 9 a.m. before you start kneading the bread, and uh, <laughs> uh, and you press play, and you'll spend a full workday with it. Uh, we already have the record day worked out for it. We got uh, So there's going to be exciting. It's going to be – It will. I'll announce soon when that will be released. And uh, you, you guys earned it. We're going to be recording eight hours. Hours of professional wrestling podcasting. It's going to be dope. C-O-W, baby. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Check out our movie dissection episode of 12 Rounds 2, starring Randy Dandy Orton uh, as a badass EMT. Uh, <laughs> and everybody, remember, uh, keep watching wrestling. Kisses. Of wrestling, I 
This has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network. <laughs>